haters around me I don't know who to trust, gotta ground me I can feel adrenaline, my heart's pounding The enemies all around, they surrounding Yeah, I think I better prepare No fear in this world, better beware No time in the world, yeah, to be scared Leave it all on the line or don't be here My ending's unclear I can feel the quest, it's pulling me in I don't wanna rest, I need to begin I listen to my chest, I feel it in the wind I know that I'm obsessed, that's how I'm gonna win Yeah, I train for this Yeah, I pray for this Hello and welcome to our show You are listening to the Blue Pill, Red Pill Enigma podcast Hosted by our very own, Johnny World Join us on this journey as we delve into the dark world of conspiracy theories. We will talk about many, many topics to include the Illuminati, Freemasonry, the New World Order, social engineering, the global elite-owned entertainment industry, secret signs, occult symbols, and so, so much more. Open your mind to learn about the world you have been engineered to live in. Which pill will you choose? Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. You're listening to the Blue Pill, Red Pill Enigma podcast. Well, again, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know this has been in the works here for a few weeks now, and I put up a couple of, uh, actually just a, a test episode, which was nothing, just 30 seconds, or actually 40 seconds, but I had to publish something to be able to get all my distribution set up for all the different platforms that uh, my host site will send out to so that's what that was but got a, a bunch of downloads on that I guess everybody was just curious that led me to put out the pre-launch teaser just talking a little bit about the podcast that type of thing and got a lot of downloads on that too so actually I just became very excited because I'm getting all these downloads and I haven't even done anything yet so I hope that's a sign of what's to come. So anyway, what we're going to do is just jump right on in, as a lot of people in podcasting like to say, and just start more or less an introduction, tell you a little bit about myself, and then I'm going to get into how how did I wake up, how did the red pill, quote unquote, wake me up and take effect, and... It was kind of interesting, and also I have a few interesting things I'll tell you about my dad, who actually passed away 20, oh my gosh, 22 years ago, and some things I've heard about him, a couple of things I remember him saying when I was younger, and uh, it's quite interesting. A few things about our family that I'm learning that are very, very interesting, so stay tuned. I think you'll enjoy it. So let's jump. Okay. Everybody's got their uh, red pill in one hand, blue pill in the other, just in case. So what we're going to do is, again, my name's Johnny. Uh, I am 53, retired from law enforcement now. I actually have a little... uh, as you say, a furniture restoration slash refurbishing repair business I'm building. And I'm also working 
that into social media, YouTube, that type of thing. Trying to get all that going. And, uh, but I love to podcast. I got into all this about a year ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, because we're in almost mid-November. Holy cow, yeah, it's been a year. Wow. I, uh, left law enforcement, ended up making that my retirement. Uh, so, had a friend of mine, we were looking at doing kind of similar things. Anyway, we got to talking about it, and he's we started talking about podcasting, and I didn't know much about it. Honestly, I had hardly listened to any up until that point, maybe just a few months before I listened to one or two. That was about it. Never thought anything about doing it myself, but... He was like, well, you know, with what you're doing here, and I was trying to get something going about missing persons, searching for missing children, to be exact. So, did something that he suggested. I got on Amazon and bought me a little podcast bundle. Cost like 80-something dollars. I didn't know anything about this stuff, about electronics, soundboards, mics, nothing. Bought me a, a pretty decent used... Uh, Mac Pro and bought some I know there's like there's free software out there for editing video editing audio editing different things of that nature but I tried one or two I don't know something about it I just didn't like so I did some research looking at all the other ones that you have to buy and of course a lot of them are just ridiculously expensive but I come across this one particular one, and I'm going to plug them. Movavi, M-O-V-A-V-I. Great price. I didn't realize that there were different. Uh, what, what's the word I'm trying to say? Good Lord, I just went blank there. Didn't know there were different uh, types or styles that you can buy and use. I just bought the basic one, the video editor, because it, you could also record audio and edit that too. So I did all that and cleared out my what is now my workshop for my furniture. But you know, kind of cleared it out, cleaned it up a little bit. I mean, it's, it's a nice shop, actually. It's attached to the house. But uh, built me a little table, so to speak, that attaches to the countertop. And that was where I started doing my thing. So I started up a podcast uh, about missing persons. Actually, after four or five months, it was actually doing pretty decent, considering. But, I don't know, I just, I was a little down about it. I wasn't enjoying a lot of it because I couldn't get any type of, like, sponsorship from any businesses trying to basically help families search for missing persons, but they don't have to pay for the services. So basically, it was just operating expenses for myself and as we grew. But anyway, long story short, I just, nobody was interested. Did a couple other podcasts playing around. Didn't really do well, but at the same time, I just wasn't, I'm still learning and trying to figure out how everything works. And so now here we are in November, a year later. And by all means, let me explain, I, I don't profess to be professional and know it all, 
But at the same time, I have learned a lot and I have figured a lot of things out. And one thing I've definitely learned since I started this whole podcasting slash social media, YouTube, all that stuff, is number one, you get what you pay for. And number two, if you want it, if you want quality, you got to spend a little money. So it took me a little bit. But I started this furniture thing, then started having issues with my laptop. My new Rodecaster Pro soundboard went down. And some of the software I was having issues, but I think it was just tied to that computer. And a couple issues with my cameras, and I was just like, what in the world? So, long story short, luckily the the, uh, soundboard Rodecaster was under warranty so i sent it back still had to wait a few weeks but i sent me a brand new one i now have a very nice desktop apple computer 27 inch monitor which now i can actually see everything and not have to wear glasses that's awesome (laughs) but the cool thing is i can use my laptop to pull up stuff research that type of thing while working on others i got my camera straightened out so i think i've got everything on the up and up I just redid my studio, much more, much much better flow, and I'm just so excited. So this is the first recording using all of this new stuff, so I'm so excited, so I hope it sounds a lot better. So that's just kind of it in a nutshell. I was an officer for many years, uh, enjoyed the job, just had some issues at the last place that I was actually chief of police at. And I just was not going to align my integrity, honesty, and professionalism with what was starting to happen around there at the town hall. So myself and actually the rest of my department, except for I think one, we all resigned and walked. So here I am, from policing to podcasting and fixing furniture. But hey, no stress. I love it. Very happy. So enough about all of that. The whole point I guess I'm trying to make a little bit about that, talking about all social media, is I just, I I love podcasting. And I had, I was trying to think of what could I do to get back into podcasting and do something. And obviously, you know, your first inclination is to, well, I'm doing this furniture thing, so this is what I'm doing, podcast with that. How in the world do you podcast about putting putty you know, on a scratch on a piece of furniture or sanding or repairing veneer. That's a visual thing. So, I just, it, it just didn't strike me. So, we moved on. Well, I got a little part-time job just to help out financially until I get all this other stuff rolling on a much more regular basis. And a couple of younger guys there, we just got to talking. And we were talking about all that, and they're like, why don't you do a podcast as, as they put on conspiracy stuff you, know, you talk about it all the time we talk about all this stuff that that's what you ought to do man and i thought about it a couple of times before but i just i don't know for some reason i steered clear but now after hearing these guys and we started talking about it more and i'm like you know what why not so several weeks ago i jumped in started looking at things refreshing my memory some of the old sites that i go to hadn't been at for a while went back to those a lot of stuff started coming back to mind and 
started looking at everything that I've got. So then I got to thinking about it. So I'm like, you know what, I'm going to do this. So then worked on trying to come up with a name. And of course the cover art that you see on the front, trying to make something. That was the word I'm thinking of. Kind of professional looking. And I'm not knocking what people do, but you look at a lot of them and they just, they look comical. And I was trying to come up with something that would, that looks more professional, but hopefully would catch your eye like, huh. So I hope that's working. So therefore, here we are. Now, the, the, probably what I'm going to touch on the most is going to be more geared towards the entertainment industry. Now, we'll talk about all different things and other areas and things going on because it all ties together. But I think what sparks my interest a lot and the most is symbolism, you know, the in plain sight type of thing and hidden in plain sight and the entertainment industry. All of that just blows my mind at just how much they fill all of this with the symbolism and everything to do with the Illuminati, the occult, you know, Satanism, all that type of stuff. It, 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 is, <laughs> it is just almost unbelievable. So... You might be wondering, so exactly what are you talking about? So what I'm talking about is the baseline is the Illuminati, the the enlightened ones. They are basically the behind-the-scenes elite globalists in this world. They're financialists or financiers. You know, they own banks, oil, the entertainment industry, just about everything. They control all of this. They run most governments behind the scenes. They, you know, just look at stuff, you know, do your own research for like the Trilateral Commission, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Bilderberg Group, Bohemian Grove, all this stuff. It's just crazy what, what, what all is involved and in, in how they figure out and do things. Now, their enlightened one, their God is Lucifer. You know, a lot of their multi-generational Satanists, Luciferians. And that's who they who they worship. That is who they serve. Their end game, end goal is to come out with the new world order, which is one world government, one world religion, currency. You know, no specific nationality. It's all it's all global. And there are so many things that you can look at to do with some of that. Just some simple things like Agenda 21, Agenda 30. Look that up. Very very interesting. Very interesting. But what, what, what I have noticed, or as I say, what sparks my interest the most is how they use all facets of the entertainment industry to put all this stuff out there in plain sight. But unless you know, you don't know. They know, and that's all they care about. They know what all that is they're putting out. They know what it means, and they don't care whether you do or not. It's there. They think it's funny. You know, you. it's almost like they're just mass initiating us into Satanism. I guess it's kind of one way to... That's what a lot of them 
say, but I have a slight issue with that because if if you don't knowingly know that or knowingly participate, how can that be? But then, you know, a lot of people just accept what's going on or what's put before them and keep on rolling. So I guess that's where that comes from. But there are basically 13 bloodlines or familial bloodlines in this main group, the Illuminati. Now, there are several organizations, so many of them, and they all kind of work hand in hand. You know, Freemasonry, then there's, you know, some of you that have been looking at this stuff may have come across the skull and bones. Just so many different things. And now, and let me set a record straight. Two things. Number one, you know, you or I or, you know, some celebrity rich dude can't go up to him and say, hey, I want to join Illuminati. That, that's not how it works. That, that they are, you're born into that. It's through those families. So you see stuff about how Jay-Z and Beyonce join the Illuminati and they do their hand signs. It looks like a, a pyramid. No, they didn't join it. They may be a part of what's going on. They're a pawn. When they're used up and done or they're done with them, they're going to toss them to the side, probably, quote-unquote, suicide them or something to that effect, and, and, but they're done with them. So that they, they don't join. You and I can't join. And also, there's a misconception that Adam Weishaupt was the one that started the Illuminati. No, they, they actually came to him, and they used him as their voice, if you will, to get them going, to get them out there. They were trying to connect in with you, because Adam used Freemasonry as a vehicle, if you will. But actually... The church or the churches, when they figured out what was going on and what they were trying to do, pretty much stopped all of that and got hold of old Adam. No, 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 you don't do that. But then they officially popped back up again, I guess you could say. But the whole point is, even back then, that their whole thing was being the most enlightened that they wanted to basically rule the world. Everybody be under them. They can. They would control everything. And there's so much talk about it, about you know, being Jewish and in that or not, because they're against Jew, Jews. But yet some of them are actually Jews. But there's, I mean, for lack of a better way to say it, there's good ones and bad ones. I guess you could say. But it is. It, it gets so detailed and intricate. So. You know, this particular rabbit hole is is a big one, is a long one. And, you know, it's a few episodes in and of itself. But we're not going to get into all of that yet. We're kind of, I guess you could say, I'm just laying the groundwork, so to speak. So, how did I come across that? Well, funny you should ask, because it it wasn't that I was looking for it. But I can tell you it was exactly 12 years ago. I was 41. I was working with a company. I wasn't in law enforcement at that point. I'd gotten out of it for a little bit before I got back into it. 
but uh, I was working for this for this group that was opening a new store, I guess you could say, a new business, and I was over one of the departments, and we weren't open yet, but on this particular day, and it was, I want to say it was like late spring, I, I was at work, but there really wasn't anything I could do because there was stuff back in my area that hadn't been set up yet that a company was going to come in and do it. I didn't have, I, I just, there just wasn't much for me to do. So I remember it was about mid-morning, and I was getting kind of hungry, so I got me a little something to eat. And thought I would hop on the old pewter, and and even now, I cannot remember what it was I was specifically looking for. But I was typing into the search bar, and I do remember, I, and again, I still, even though I clicked inadvertently clicked on this one site... I've gone back several times trying to figure out something that was had a close name to this site, but I, and I couldn't think. I don't know what I was looking for. But I inadvertently clicked on this one particular site, and I'll tell you what the site is because I don't know this person, but I know they would not have an issue with me naming it for you to check out. But it was actually called JesusIsSavior.com. But what caught my eye when I first pulled it when when it come up was just everything on this site and it was just because as a matter of fact I got to pull it up right now just tons and tons of links to click on all in bright yellow so it and there's a lot of color so it, it grabs your eyes now I will say that you know I am a Christian I grew up in a Christian school so some of the stuff that I saw some of the wording, you know, caught my attention too. So I was like, what in the world is this? So I'm obviously, you know, paying more attention to the the religious things that are in here. But then I start seeing others. I'm just, again, scroll, looking through, scanning, just trying to figure out. But then I started seeing, because at the top, there are several things across the top you can click on. Some of it I do recognize from church, school, uh, uh, I think chapel services in school, you know, stuff about the Bible and the beast number 666, you know, different things like that. So I'm like, huh, so I'm kind of looking and looking around the other stuff you can click on and get to the bottom and I'm looking across it, there's, you know, stuff on there about transgenics and was it monsters abortion bankruptcy just a lot of and there's some things you may not like or you might find offensive so you know if you don't like it just go on over it i'm not pushing any of this or supporting any i'm just saying this is what his side is and there's just so much it's crazy but what caught my eye was this one particular word in yellow and it said illuminati that's all it says and i'm like and i I do remember i had like started scrolling down some too before i clicked on that just reading and looking at all the different things and then of course stuff about 911 and i was just like holy cow so much stuff so much and again, I was just like, what am I 
looking at. But I hit the thing, went back up, and I went to that word, Illuminati, and just like I'm going to, I clicked on it. And then, bam. All of this, all these different things, again, you can read on that, and then there's a thousand different things you can click on and go to that and read, and a lot, there's a lot of videos in here, too. And I'll tell you, I just combed through that for probably another six hours. Yeah, that's how much I didn't have anything to do that day. I wasn't bothered one second during that whole day. I was back there by myself. And I just read and read and read and read, watched some videos. And quite honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. When I went home, I was driving home. And actually, I like felt sick to my stomach. I was just, I was confused. My, my senses were reeling. And I was just like, is this, could this be true? Never heard of anything like this. And at first, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, this guy's nuts. But then... Over the next few weeks, I would go back and look at it daily. So much of what he had were, were uh, quotes and excerpts and videos from other other people talking about the same stuff, other websites. And eventually came across a couple of websites. I don't see them on here, so I'm not sure how I... Excuse me, y'all. Good Lord. I'm not sure how I came across these. Because I'm looking and I don't see it on his particular uh, page unless I'm just missing it. But, and I'll, I'll speak about them in just a minute. But I was looking at all this and like I said, going back and forth to different sites and reading different things. And I was just like, holy cow, you know, what, what if this is actually true? And then I started thinking about it, and I started thinking about my growing up in in the school and, you know, about revelations and things like that. So I started looking more at that stuff again and comparing and applying, you know, trying to make more sense of it all. And then it actually did start making sense. And I was just like, this is basically what Revelation is talking about, you know, the end times, the second coming, Armageddon, all of that stuff. And I'm like, you know, this actually, after looking at that and reading through that again, this actually makes sense. But the more I went to some of these other sites and learned more and more, it all started to make more sense. And I'm like, well, you know, it's quite brilliant if you stop and think about it. Plus, I mean, what what better vehicle to use to bring all this about than what is actually happening right now? And ever since I became, you know, I, I guess the best way to say is ever since I took that red pill, I've opened my eyes and I've started paying more attention. And it is just so blatant out here. It's it, it's it's bad. They love to use symbolisms, you know, sign symbols that they love. There's a lot of, 
weight in certain numbers and colors, all this, all different types of occult meanings to all that. <clears throat> but this is the one thing, I don't know how many people really know this or not, that's familiar with all of this, but I am going to put this out there right quick. But the Illuminati, yes, the, the, they, they believe in Satan or Lucifer. He's the enlightened one. They, they, they worship him. You know, Lucifer was a very powerful angel in heaven until God threw him out and a whole bunch of angels followed him. And that's how all that came about. He absolutely believes that he's better and smarter than God and can defeat him. Well, this is what they believe. They, they, they believe that they know that he and God are real. They don't discount that and don't believe that there's no God. They know that's real. What they do believe and what they're behind is they think in the end that they and Satan or Lucifer will defeat God. That's the bottom line. And that they will rule the world. I don't know about the universe. I guess they think they will or something like that. I, I, I don't know. But the average person out here we are basically fodder to them or as they like the word they like to use is goyim we're just we're bottom feeders we're nothing we're slaves to them and there is so much about that we'll get into in other episodes about how we are slaves to them and how that we are slaved enslaved it's it's crazy and 99% of the people out there don't know and understand that and understand how that works. But anyway, that, again, for another time. But it's, it, it's quite brilliant. But that is what they believe. So it all makes sense. And they are so into the, the numbers, the colors, and the symbols that it's just, it's not, it's in everything you see out here. I read one article on a site one time again, years ago, and just said, you know, basically it was like a challenge, like, you know, a lot of their symbols are pyramids, the one eye, the all-seeing eye, or one eye covered with a hand, or, you know, I don't know, a feather, anything uh you know like a starburst or sunburst stars swooshes just i mean so many different things and checkerboard pattern now that's a freemasonry thing but it all ties in together uh some of the you know colors black red oh my gosh numbers are so many of course you know six but then 13 and then there's like 34, 34 backwards is 43, 54 backwards, 45. There's those last two numbers, like 34, 45. Those have to do with death and certain types of death. Again, it's all a lot of occultism type of things. Uh, eight, number eight, and just so much, just so much. I'm just... I'm like not even touching the tip of the iceberg. I'm still trying to get to the tip of the iceberg. But that's just a little bit. But I started paying more attention. And it just blew 
the old noggin. I was like, man, it, it's it's almost on everything. Banks, gas stations, mainly the ones that are, you know, internationally owned, corporate owned. Uh, a lot of different restaurants, fast food restaurants have it. Department stores, there's two or three that have it, and they're pretty big department stores. Uh, many corporations, lots of municipal and county and even some state governments have that incorporated into their their seal or sign. And some of it's just like crazy, ridiculous, blatant. There's one up in Canada that literally has the 666 on there. It's just the way that they do it. Uh, and I'm just touching on a few things just to kind of open your mind a little bit and something to kind of pay attention to. But again, this isn't all. This is just a very tiny piece of the pie right now but one thing you see in Hollywood a lot is they do what looks like the okay sign but if you look at it your index finger and your thumb the other three fingers in the back well that's 666 well a, a lot of them use that entertainment industry over one of the eyes and all that basically means is you know if you're doing that you know what you're a part of and you know that you're on you're you're a slave to the industry you do what they tell you to do. And that is an extremely deep rabbit hole in and of itself. We'll get into it at some point. But it, it is just so blatant all over everything that I was just like, I, honestly, I was amazed. I'm like, holy cow. And you can even do a little research to see, you know, who who's on the board of some of these corporations or who owns that business or this business or who used to own it. I mean, it's just so many things. I don't think it's just, you know, one or two countries, quote unquote, and they don't like the Middle Eastern countries or they don't like Russia or China. No, they're all in it. They're all tied in together. It's, and again, it's a lot. It's a long story we'll get into, but it's all tied together. So... With that in mind, you know, I, I spent the next, goodness, I would say probably at least a couple, three years straight of just really soaking this in constantly, constantly looking and reading, all that type of thing. So I'm going to reverse a little bit and go back to when I was probably... I want to say 12, 13 years old, somewhere in that range. I don't think I was driving yet. I'm pretty sure about that. But I didn't have the best home life. My mother basically is, is nuts. And it was a, a hard home life. Matter of fact, when I got my license, even though we were poor, my dad got me a car. I say he got me. He gave me an old one, fixed it up, sold it, and I bought me a pretty cool little Vita Beetle. Good car. I always had money in my pocket. Of course, back in the 80s, you know, a $20 allowance could go a long way. So, actually, I had it better than my siblings. But that enabled me to stay away from the house and away from my nutcase mother. And I didn't do anything stupid. So, my dad trusted me, and I'll always be grateful for him allowing me to do that. But anyway, there was one particular instance 
we were, like I said, I rarely hung around in the living room with them. My mother was just, well, we'll, we'll get into all that later. <laughs> so sitting there watching TV, my dad's in his armchair, as usual, just kind of just had a certain way that he sat and his head, head was down. Sometimes he'd snooze. Sometimes he'd sit there and just stare at the floor. Or if it was something interesting he wanted to watch, he would watch it. Well, it was something coming. I can't remember if it was a documentary or if it was like a show we were watching. Because back then, you know, there might be a show that would have five or six different stories on it. Like 60 Minutes, but there were some other ones too. But... This particular one came up, and it was talking about the moon landing. And maybe it was the anniversary of the landing or something to that effect. But it was on there, and I was just, you know, paying attention to it. Any typical, you know, young guy like that thought it'd be cool to be able to do that. Go out into space. So it went off. My dad was just sitting there. And keep in mind, you know, he he spent 20-something years in the Air Force. And I've always said, and I thoroughly believe that the Air Force is involved in a lot of this covert behind-the-scenes stuff that's going on with all of this craziness. And anyway, with that in mind, he just all of a sudden just said, you know, funny, that, that actually never happened. And I stopped and looked, and I said, would you say that? And he just, that the moon landing, it, people just don't realize and understand that, that that's false. That's fake. I looked at him. I said, what are you, huh? What are you talking about? He didn't open his mouth again. That was it. He never said another word about it. And I was just, huh, interesting. But then, you know, typical teenage kid, I forgot about it 30 minutes later. So, didn't think much about it for years and years and years. So, fast forward, years and years and years. <laughs> uh, now, he, 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 he'd passed away. And we're kind of looking into some things. One or two of my brother, I think both of my brothers have done a lot of like family, family history research. My son's definitely done a bunch of it. And he's gotten some stuff from them and dug even deeper, that type of thing. So, once I discovered all, or come across all of this in 2011, it was it took a little bit, but then that popped into my mind because I come across stuff saying, you know, you, some of you probably read those articles too, that the moon landing was faked and they couldn't have done this or that. And I wondered... Was my dad telling the truth? Is there something he knows, or is it something that he saw? Very interesting. And I tried to think about, you know, where he was stationed, if it would correlate with anything to do with that. And I don't know. He was in, he was in Texas, uh, Colorado, I think New Mexico, I think was one. Or I know Arizona, not Arizona, let's tell me Alaska. Of course, a lot in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. But I know in like his early years, first, I don't know, maybe a couple of years that he was even in the service, wasn't married, still probably like 18, 19 years old, something like that. I know that he was out around Nevada, Utah for something. And yeah, we'll get in that in just a second. 
But I wondered about that. So, me and my son, we, we were talking, and he had described some information relayed to him by his older uncle or my older brother. And it was about some of our family in the area that we lived in. Now, I live in the state of South Carolina. Now, the interesting thing is my dad was from Union County in South Carolina. And I later found out that some of our ancestors have been like, I don't know, like a great-great-great-grandfather or great-great-grandfather, something like that, was a preacher come down from Mecklenburg County up around the Charlotte area. And it started a church called the Union Church. And basically, pretty much that's where the town of Union sprung up. So, a lot of the, our family come over from Scotland into what we learned later, Maryland, Massachusetts area. Some worked their way down, ended up in North Carolina, the Mecklenburg County area, and then here into Union, basically. Back then, I think it was called something else, and then down into Charleston. So, but what he was mentioning about that was, because I talked, we, he and I started talking about some of this stuff a little bit, and he's like, well, Dad, what we need to go to Charlotte. I'm like, why is that? He said, well, my uncle told me about some stuff about or some of our family from there, and there's actually like a park or something like that with the house on there called Alexander House that belonged to some of our ancestors. I said, really? He's like, yeah. And there's a statue, all this type of stuff, but there's a lot of markings on the house. So, of course, I'm just like, huh, might need to check this out. So, we picked a weekend, drove up there, got out. We're walking down this walking path, bike path type of thing. A handful of people out and about. We come up on this statue, and I about fell over. And my son did, too. Because he was like, that looks like Grandpa. And I'm like, that looks like my dad. Blew my mind. I literally felt like I was looking at my dad in this statue. So I was like, wow. So, you know, we just kind of marveled at it for a couple minutes, talked about it. So then we moved on to the house and, you know, jaw drop number two. It's an old house, old, old house. And there were symbols all around it on the outside. And, of course, I recognized many of them. Very uh, Illuminati, Freemasonry, occult type of signs and symbols. One eye. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Pyramids. It, it, so many things. And We were both just like, holy cow, that th- this is actually true and real. And I'm not going to lie. I, I I immediately wondered, is, you know, is our family tied into this somehow? <laughs> like, holy crap. So, anyway, you know, we just kind of laughed it off a little bit. And, you know, joking about it. And went on about our merry day. So, a little time, a little while later, again, my son, more research, more research. And was telling me about that there's, I think it's my great, 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 
grandfather, my third or fourth great grandfather, and I, his name I absolutely remember Abraham Alexander. And he, along with a few other dudes, were the ones to start the first Scottish Rite Freemasonry branch in the Charleston area. So, actually, it wasn't too long after that, I was down in Charleston for something. Oh, I don't know, maybe for the day or for the weekend or something like that. It was actually a cool little city. I was actually born there. How ironic. But downtown in the historic district, getting close to the Battery, there was a building. I think it ended up being a bank there towards the end. But it was built on the site where this branch was located. And there was actually like a plaque monument, and it had my uh, triple or quadruple great-grandfather's name on there. So pretty big deal. I was just like, wow, th- th- this this is C-Razy. <laughs> Crazy. So you know, he and I both are just, my son and I both are like, you know, this is, and we we like kind of laugh and giggle about it, but we both are like, wow, this, this has us thinking and wondering. So fast forward a little bit more different things going on while I got back in law enforcement and all that. I still, two particular websites, I, I stay on fairly regularly. One of them is a great website. He was a, uh, I can't remember if he was a psychologist, psychiatrist, but it's Henry Maycow, M-A-K-O-W.com. Really a lot of really, really, really good information on his site. Lots of good articles, especially in the archive section. Very well-spoken man, very smart man, and just really helps you open your eyes and see things for what they really are and how and why. Really good. There's another site that I absolutely love called The Vigilant Citizen. Now, it used to be free, unfortunately... He lost, I guess, sponsors or people that would put ads on this thing. They bailed out, of course. But all it just talk, it just goes over all the signs and symbolism and imagery, most mostly in the entertainment industry, and all the different things that they use. And it will blow your mind once you learn what all those signs and symbols and numbers and colors mean then you start seeing the entertainment industry just blatantly putting it all out there and using it and doing it, it'll just, it'll, oh my gosh. Some great articles on there. There's one one section called Sinister Sites you need to check out. That will also blow your mind. And some of those, you know, research the backstory to that, to some of these buildings and things like that, that it'll open your mind even more. So, you know, kept up with that, and again, you know, just paying attention to things. Finally, I got to where I wasn't, like, worried or concerned, because I realized, you know, this is just all a part of what's going to happen. It's all a part of the plan, the prophecies. You know, I know where I'm going if and when I die, so I'm not worried about it. Now it's just interesting to watch to see what's happening. Hopefully we can wake up some, wake some people up. Now, 
I will say, you know, everybody puts this under the category of conspiracy theories. But I don't do that because I firmly believe, and I know it's just a personal opinion, but there's just way too many facts and way too much stuff that you hear about or read about in all this stuff, and then you watch it daily, even after an article or something you watched or read. You see this stuff happening continually, daily, every day. And you start to pay attention to a lot of stuff and to the, the, the subtle hints of certain signs and colors. It's just so much. And it's just like, wow. I mean, personally, I think they have gone full steam ahead here over the last probably four or five years. I think it's really kicked into high gear. Obviously, with the coming of the internet and now smartphones and streaming all the social media sites i mean guys gals think about it what more perfect vehicle to get all this out there to put all this out there to to desensitize society to so many things it it just makes sense and again i tell you that i'll probably touch more on the entertainment industry than anything because they own the entertainment industry there's so much about Disney World y'all don't want to know about. I, I know a couple things firsthand from people that work there that have told me some very disturbing things, some things that go on underneath, underneath Disney World. You know, they have basically, you know, they have levels underneath it. Some of the things that go, go on are just, are disturbing. But, you know, they, 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 they use... The entertainment industry, again, to plug certain things, certain agendas, and or to desensitize us to those type of things. One thing being is violence. Just think about it. I mean, you pretty much can't go a day or even probably even a couple of hours at the most watching anything and everything on TV without seeing some form of violence. They sing violence in songs, violence in video games. And then, of course, the most important thing is, you know, slasher movies, gore movies, horror movies. But what better vehicle to desensitize us to such horrible gore and violence and things that may be coming in the future than that? To the point where you just see it so much in TV shows and movies, games, what have you. Now on social media, heck, now it's to the point people live stream somebody getting their butt kicked or kicking somebody's butt or, you know, some person, something happens to them at a gas station and instead of people helping, everybody whips out their cell phone and starts filming. This poor guy or gal getting their butt handed to them. And like, oh, oh, you're getting a book, you're getting a book here. I mean, really? Are, are we that degraded that we'd much rather film somebody suffering and getting hurt and possibly dying so we can get a video? Or is that how far we've gone? Well, guess what? I'm going to answer that question. That is absolutely how far we've gone. And those behind the scenes, those elitists, 
They love it. It is their thing. They are so excited. So, it's, it, it's sad. It's concerning. Deeply concerning. What gets me is what I see are our children being introduced to being introduced to in schools now but definitely in the music they listen to the shows they watch you know and heaven forbid I, I feel sorry for any poor soul that's got a, a young daughter right now I feel sorry for y'all good lord because all their clothing they make for girls they're just trying to sexualize them big time and that's a whole different thing to get into about pedophilia and child sex trafficking that children being kidnapped it oh my dear lord it is just i tell you what i I challenge y'all take a moment get on the internet and just look up and just in our country alone here in the u.s you know just look up people that are reported missing every year look at that number but then delve a little deeper and look into children that are missing and then sex trafficking then child sex trafficking. Look at the numbers. And that's not, you know, all time. That's every year. The average every year. So pile that on top of the others. It's, I, I, I absolutely call it a quiet epidemic. People just don't understand and realize how bad that is. What they also don't understand and realize is who all was involved in that. And that should really scare you really concern you basically we, we we live in a world of lies and corruption i mean look at our governments good lord look at ours right now that the freaking joke of a fiasco that's going on old sleepy joe i mean heck i honestly i'm surprised he has not fallen and broken every bone in his body i, I don't see how the man can even walk it's a joke but then you watch and see what a lot of the others are doing and saying i mean good lord they Half of them have gone crazy. It's scary. Very scary and concerning. They don't care about the average one of us who just wants to live a good life, have a good time, raise your children, you know, do right, that type of thing. That no, that's actually what they don't want. So it, it it's a lot. Now when you get down kind of to the brass tacks of it all. Okay, if all this is really going on, why? Why are they doing all this? That just sounds too too crazy to be real. What all comes back to that New World Order wanting to run and control the world, wanting to control us. I mean, what they've done. I mean, we're, we're modern day slaves. All this stuff to do with, you know, cell phones, social media. You can't hardly walk around or sit in a restaurant without seeing pretty much everybody else with their head down and the glow of their cell phone lighting the face up. Yes, I'm guilty of it too. I'm not saying I'm better than anybody. But we've become a slave to that. And they listen to you. I mean, how do you think that ad shows up on Facebook three minutes later and you talked about wanting to buy, you know, that that new, I don't know, that new truck or whatever. Next thing you know, you got 8,000 ads for Chevrolet, Ford, and Dodge, and so on and so forth. It's ridiculous. Uh, It's just marketing. That's just, you know, they're just trying to sell stuff. Well, of course. 
But if they can do that, what else can they do? Stop and think about that. Look into the, the latest NSA, NSA building they built a few years ago, the, the size of it and what it houses. That should really scare you. Just do a little research on that. But the bottom line is, you know, they, they want to get they want to control the size of the population they want to get it down to a more manageable number as they put it and it seems like the magic number is 500 million so let that sink in compared to what's on the earth now and then all the other stuff i mean they're all about you know giving nature back to the earth and saving animals and just creating a beautiful utopian sanctuary and they'll keep some of us around mainly to uh, do their bidding i guess at least that's what they think. Of course, I got news for them, and I hate to tell, I hate to be a, what's that, spoiler alert, but in the end, they, they're not going to win. It's just, that's just, it's just not going to happen. So, sorry guys. But, <laughs> so now, I don't know if I'm fast forwarding or reversing now, I'm not sure which gear I'm in, but I'm going to say this. A few years after my father passed, I was talking with somebody who'd been doing a lot of research with him and one of my uncles that were actually in the same branch together. Uncle was a fighter pilot. And talked a little bit, but then a couple other people that knew him, knew some things about him, talking about my dad found out about a very interesting story and we only got bits of it so again it's another eyebrow razor but this was back in the very beginning when he was first in probably his first couple years and the main part that i got out of of the story the main thing that was told to me and, and this is factual this isn't somebody recounting something they, this is something that they knew was and I think it was like I said it was out you know around Utah Nevada I'm not sure which that that wasn't stated but desert area basically and a group had gone out I don't know if they were Air Force Army what I, I I don't know but went out for some reason out into the desert quote unquote but then they ended up losing contact and as I was told my dad along with, I guess, a few others, were sent to look for that search party. And a few days later, lost contact with him a few days later, they found, basically found my dad wandering or walking by himself, pretty much more or less in the direction of where they had come from. And the third team had found him and picked him up. Don't know what happened. Don't know what happened to the other two. All I was told is they... Those none of them were ever seen again, and this was a very hush-hush, quiet thing. So now I start thinking back to what my dad said when I was a teenager about the moon landing. Now you know, beginning to question and wonder, what all did my dad see? What all maybe was he a part of, or maybe not so much a part of, but you know, privy to? I, maybe it might be the better word. That really, that actually kind of like made the hairs on my neck stand up. I just, now I'm just really, really thinking and wondering what in the world. So, 
now you see where I'm going and why I'm really interested in all this stuff now and learning more and more. And then, you know, you, you move on, you start to see more of these other things that are going on. You know, the whole thing about chemtrails and contrails and, you know, vaccines. I mean, oh my gosh, we could just go on and on and on. Actually, we could probably start talking on this show and go for like a couple weeks straight without stopping. There's so much to talk about. And it's probably more and longer than that. But when you break it all down... You've got to admit, it's pretty interesting. Whether you believe it or not, it's pretty doggone interesting. Number two, a lot of how they do things are like in your face, but brilliant. And it works so well. Your subconscious picks up on so much. And it's amazing. You'd have to do a little, you have to do some studying about your, your body, your body's makeup and how all the different things work to do with your your senses and your nerves. And, oh, my gosh, it's just, you know, I can apply some of it just from law enforcement, how, how things happen and go. You know, you, you get into a an adrenaline-fueled situation, you know, i.e. A, a fight or a chase or maybe getting shot at or something of that nature. You know, you go into such tunnel vision. All these different things happen in your body. And, you know, you you only remember certain things. You might remember, like, one gunshot when there was actually, you know, 10 or 15. But it's just the way your body, the way the mechanisms all shut down and and concentrate one specific way. And basically it's, you know, survival, that type of thing. But this is kind of the same thing all this stuff that they do you know applies to your senses and your nerves your subconscious and it works it and whether you really understand it or believe it or not that that's what it's doing and it's really I mean again it's actually interesting if you look at the simplicity of it now what's going on how things are done is is horrible yes but try not to look at that part at least for a little bit trying to understand things but there's just that the, there's how would you say it there's so much that's going on right now that should really concern us as far as what, what they're trying to do matter of fact it was stated from a family member who defected from the Illuminati, for lack of a better way to say it. That does say the only reason why they haven't collapsed America yet and done anything or tried to have an invasion, take us over with military, what have you, is number one, too many Americans own guns and a lot of Americans own multiple guns. And they know that's a problem for them, a lot of patriots. And by patriot, I mean people who love our country, love our families, and will defend it. They also know there's a lot of ex-military that are still itching. They also know there's some in the military, in some certain branch or branches of the military, 
that won't go against the Constitution, that won't go against their fellow American. That they know there's that problem or issue, if you will. So, w w with that being said, it makes you... It, trying to figure out how to say this yes it, it it should concern you but at the same time you know again it's just very interesting almost exciting what we're living in you know un, unheard of times unprecedented the things that they're trying to do the things that are going on and all but you know there's a lot i mean j just think about it what i just said about you know the guns and the, how many Americans own guns and multiple guns. What do we almost see every day? Something about gun control. What do we seem to see every other day? Some kind of a shooting or mass shooting. And what does one side, quote unquote, of politicians do like three seconds after that horrible tragedy happens? Oh, we need gun control. We need gun control. I mean, you know, pardon me for saying it this way, and I don't mean it in any way, shape, or form of disrespect, but the bodies aren't even cold yet. And these jack legs are already hollering that. They don't care what just happened. They're just trying to use that situation to further their agenda. Now, there's a lot of, well, conspiracy theory, a lot of questions about how many of those are real or not. I know there was a thing about Sandy Hook, and they were all saying, well, actually... None of them were really killed. None of this really happened. But then there's parents like, uh, you know, I, I lost my child. But I think more of what it was is how and what they're saying happened isn't what happened. It happened a different way. But I think a lot of them are planned or programmed to happen. You know, that there's a an interesting readout by Albert Pike. He was he, he was a very high-ranking Freemason back in, I think, the 1800s, 1700s, 1800s. But there was, we actually wrote a couple books, but one in particular, The Protocols of the Elders of Zion. And a lot of stuff that's talked about is how to bring about basically the, the New World Order, the, the One World Government, what you have to do to control the masses. And what is really crazy is what he spoke of that would happen or World War One would be about and with who absolutely happened many, many years later. Same thing with World War Two, who it would be against and the reasonings that they would bring it all about and for why happened. Now he's and well now he spoke of World War Three, so now we see some of that starting to happen and take place, but basically it would be against, for lack of a better way to say it, Christians versus Muslims is is way that they would be pitted against each other. So, pretty interesting, especially when you see what's going on in the world today, especially in the Middle East. And especially right now with Israel and the Gaza Strip and what's going on in our own country, it, it, it's ridiculous. And our 
wimpy government who just, or president and his administration that just wants to stand by and watch it all happen. Of course, they know what's going on, so they don't care. But it's crazy. And, I mean, absolutely, it's coming. Don't know when for sure, but, I mean, all that's coming. It's, it's going to happen. There, there's no doubt. You know, the elections are controlled. Everything's controlled. Everything's so infiltrated, it's not even funny. But it, it, it is our world. This is the world that has been engineered for us to live in. We have been socially engineered to believe a certain way, to think a certain way, to live a certain way. You know, one of the big things with the Illuminati, with, with Satanism, one of the things that they believe in doing and what they're absolutely accomplishing is just turning everything upside down, subverting everything. You know, good is now bad. Bad is good. Evil is good. Good is evil. And we see all this happening before our very eyes. <laughs> it's just, again, it just blows my mind. How it's, just, and it just seems to be speeding up. So keep watching. Keep your eyes and ears open. But I'm telling you that there's so much more to this. There's so much more to come. Some of you may be into this enough, heard of the Georgia Guidestones. Well, I, I went and visited those many years ago. And I'll have to say, it just had the weirdest feeling the whole time I was there. And, you know, just look those up. And of course, it's in several languages, but of course, reading the one in English, you know, that was the type of stuff that was in there, you know, getting the population controlled to around the 500 million mark. You know, one world government and, you know, taking care of the earth and nature and the animals and all these type of things. It is just, again, hidden in plain sight. They're putting it right there. Nobody knows who actually commissioned that to be done. Someone under a false name come in and paid for it all, told them what they wanted, how they wanted it, blah, 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 blah. Disappeared, never was heard from again. And those were built and placed. There's got to be more to it than that, but that's all that seems to be found, I guess. I mean, we could go on and on, but again, so many things for so many other episodes. But again, as I mentioned in the beginning, the whole point to this first episode was to just kind of give you a little bit more idea about myself, how I come to learn about this, some things to do with my family that raises an eyebrow, or, or let me rephrase that, some some ancestors. And, you know, I'm trying to research and dig up more information about all that just to see where that rabbit hole goes. And then kind of the, the, the basis of what we're going to talk about and where I'm more or less leaning towards with the entertainment industry, but... Just introducing you to a few things, and if you're not familiar with some of this stuff, gives you an opportunity to do your own research. Start looking some of this up a little bit, some of the basics. Check out some of these websites I mentioned. It is, it is unreal, absolutely unreal. But now, some of you, I'm sure, some of you probably listen to, or may still listen to certain podcasts about this type of thing regularly. I, I don't know, obviously. I don't know how any of them do things what all the they tell you i'm kind of looking at this like 
I'm extremely, I, I don't know what's going on, but I want to know, give it to me from the beginning so I can understand this better. So that's kind of how I'm going to approach this. So next episode, the plan is to discuss, I, I guess it's probably, I think it would be easier to kind of discuss a few things about the good side, the bad side, if you will, about Lucifer and kind of what, what come about there in heaven. And then we'll kind of get into kind of the, the, the whole beginning, the whole thing about the Illuminati and kind of just kind of go from there. And of course, you know, we, we may stop at some point or some episodes we'll stop and I may, you know, go down a different rabbit hole about something else. May go down another one the next time, then we may come back and pick up where we left off. But I don't necessarily want to use the word chronological, but kind of how I understand it and, and how it moves, and then everything in between, especially on the entertainment side. That that, that one I think you're really going to uh, enjoy and find interesting, and just like wow, if you don't know some of this already. Or some of that you may actually know and see, just don't understand it, maybe. And then this will open your mind. You'll be like, holy crap, that's crazy. So again, I appreciate everyone who stopped by and took the time to check this out and listen to us. I hope it was interesting enough to bring you back. If you would, I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave some type of a review or a comment on whatever platform you listen to your podcast. And most definitely, I would really appreciate it if you would start following this podcast. It doesn't cost a dime, only takes a second. And be ready for the next episode that comes back. And we'll delve into this stuff even more and more. And if you want to correspond, I have a special uh, email set up just for this. It's called Johnny's Podcast at protonmail.com. Yes, you heard that correctly. Proton, P-R-O-T-O-N. Johnny's podcast at protonmail.com. It's just a very encrypted, secure email server, so that's why I like to use that. Send me something if you have a question or want to tell me about something you know or have learned. You know, what, what have you? Maybe something could be an episode. Maybe you've got something real interesting to talk about, and we can set this up to have you call in to be on the show, and we can talk about it. That would I'd really love to do. That would be great. And uh, also, just kind of keep in mind too that you know that this there's a lot of stuff that will tie into the supernatural. I guess you could say, for lack of a better way to say it, you know, about angels and demons, those type of things. There's a, there's a lot of stuff that ties together with that also. So again, and the reason why I said that right quick is. Maybe some of y'all have experienced something or witnessed something. It's all together. It all ties in. But also, it doesn't have to be strictly just that. You know, we we may decide to go off topic one day and talk about good old Bigfoot and all his little kitties. Or, I don't know, you know, the lost city of gold and where'd all the gold be? You know, just different things like that. Sometimes it's good to take a little break and talk about something different and rest your noggin. I know we're nearing the weekend, so I hope every one of you have a great and safe weekend. And remember, which pill will you choose, blue or red?
Hope you choose wisely. See you guys in the next. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Blue Pill, Red Pill, Enigma podcast. Our goal is that you open your mind to the world around you. We encourage you to do your own research and learn how the world is really run behind the scenes. If you enjoyed our podcast then we respectfully ask you to like and follow this podcast on your favorite platform and leave a nice review. You can reach us by email at johnnyspodcast at protonmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Remember, which pill will you choose?